he may be more of a liability. Your, in your estimation, he may be more of a liability. Whoop, I had a bit of an echo there for a second. I think it's okay now. Uh, I don't know if I've got audio from all of you guys. My Discord may have crashed. Was there a reward? I'm back. I mean, we would. <laughs> oh yeah. We returned one piece of her. That still counts, right? Yeah, we we did find her. That was the mission. Yeah, we should have got some money. Um, you did get some money. You stole all them all every item that she had in her treasure vaults. Um, before you'd rescued Cecilia, and then she said, "If you return her, you find what happened. You can have it all. You can have everything." Uh, nothing else has meaning to me, and uh, you looted her before even there was any indication that you were going to be successful in that. So you've actually been painted in advance. Oh. Yep. I just crashed out for a minute there. I think uh, yeah. yeah, something oh, yeah, yeah. something you... took my PC out. We killed everything and won the game. Oh, awesome! But I think yeah. So you're in the tavern and you're uh, considering where to from here, and I believe. Yeah, where to? I saw him, right? We're going to the mausoleum, aren't we? Mausoleum, yeah, okay. We're going to peek at the statue that looks like Cecilia in the mirror to see if uh, we can get any glimmer of history on it. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right. I'll just switch our views to Elysium. So you should see the... It'll take its time. All I'm seeing is points on a map at this point. It's starting to come. Big, these big maps take a while. Okay, so even with it being a little bit blurry right now, you can see Cicero's in the top, and you're needing to get all the way to the almost diagonally to the upper up opposite side here. There's Cicero's. Um, there is the stairway, so you do know th from the stair a way that you can arrive outside the asylum if you wanted to do that. Sounds good. Hello, yeah. Red. Goofing. Yeah. Okay. Well. So I'm gonna, I think you're getting so practiced at this that you, um, uh, I think it's Creella that's your go-to 
Oh, is it or is it break uh, my heart or is it Deaky? I can't remember. No. Oh my god. Is it a Lauren? <laughs> Not anymore. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. So, Lauren, you're the one that gave so much and uh, now can step on this like an escalator, and you pull everyone through into the infinite stairway. You ascend do, 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 and go up, and every time you come to a doorway, you can feel that there's a parting of ways, and you pick away. There's only one staircase going up, but somehow you um, you select a pathway, and uh, from the, you've got a sort of a, a logical map between. Um, the different exit points here and then make your way to where you can step off and arrive at the arcane asylum and uh, we're going to mausoleum. the mausoleum oh sorry uh, mausoleum yeah oh sorry my mistake where is it mausoleum oh there we go I was pointing to the asylum before but that's fine mausoleum is this us here now I believe so. That's a staircase. Infinite stair. No, 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 no. Ah, there we go. All right. We should step through all these maps you've already been to once when we start a place so to load, preload all the maps. But um, in any case, you approach, you go over the broken bridge through those um, thirteen archways, and the, to the to the very base of the of the statue. And okay. what do you do? So I'm going to do point the mirror at it and do what I need to do to learn something about the history. It gives some information for a minute. Ah, right. Okay. Let's see. Okay, so history. You um, you open your mind, look back in time, and it looks like that you can see uh, what seems to be clerics or priests. Um, they're not in any one particular, uh, you know, dressed in any one particular pantheon or or god. But um, uh, they have workers and they're chiseling away at their, their, this great work. Um, and you can tell it's to some sort of goddess. Maybe one of the 13. Very interesting. I just yeah. relay all that information to everybody. Okay. Um, like, hey guys, look. And then I use one of my charms to get rid of the madness level straight away. Okay. Okay. The the lady at the top of the mausoleum. Uh, she says she's a goddess no more, and she's building the tower in order to ascend again. Okay. Maybe that's to see I was one of them. Long time ago, just trapped they in the cycle. Needed, or just looks like one of them. Yeah.
could be. But uh, yeah, looking at it now, um, you're quite. It does have a a resemblance to Cecilia from the painting that you've got. Okay. Well. As I well as the simul, <laughs> as well as the sorry, as well as the simulacrum that you fought in the library. Time to start swimming. I guess. You can head back to the stair um, and try and step back off it and mm -hmm. let's see to the to the edge. Um, the shore. Here we are. And the tokens that are on the map just there don't um, won't have your current hit points on them. So while you discuss what you're doing, um, I'll just go and grab those. Oh, Creola's boat still there. <laughs> so how are you going to do this? Let's assume Creella can um, cast water breathing on you all. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not looking forward to swimming. It'd be like um, flying through soup. Uh, you could always go in the uh, spike. Yeah. Uh, I want to be able to fight and defend myself. I guess we're getting wet then. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think so. They would at least try to stay on top of Spike. Just being lizard is cool. For, you get like nice swimming speed and all, but I don't know how to translate to. No, heavy dwarven armor. Yep. Yeah. So you've got a weight belt. Yeah. So and we, uh, I might have. Oh yeah, there's Solotl. So if Creella start is the one operating Spike. Mm -hmm. Um. What else have we got? So I'll, I'll put you, Solotl, sort of gripping to the side of it. I don't want to be inside, I'll be on top of it. Yeah, 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 so so, so just grabbing the outside. Does yeah. anyone else want to travel within? Uh, Riddle, are you back with us? I would assume Riddle would be inside Spike as well. Let's do that for now. Okay. So I put Riddle inside Spike. Anything else? Oh, I can see Riddle there. <laughs> You're on. Not, not on voice, but in, uh, there's, um, so let's see, I'm just reading it out to you all. Not in Spike, so I'm just keeping an eye on the chat. Not in Spike, I have a Warlock thing I can do to swim and breathe. Okay. 
So riddle, I'm just going to put off to the side. You're presuming you have a swimming speed. Um, what about you, Diki and Lauren? Yeah, I'm just going to swim it. Okay. Yeah, me too. Now, do you have a swimming speed, or are you just, you know? Not that I know of. Okay. I don't have anything written down, but okay. using my wings, I think I can do pretty good. You know how to swim. You have swum before. Um, it's yeah. just you're not native to the water. Um, okay, and what about you, Lauren? Same? Yeah, well, I'll take my, um, I'll stuff my leather trench coat in my bag so I'm not trying to swim with a cow on my back. Yes. Um, but otherwise, I'm just wearing light armor, so, you know, pants and short sleeves it is. Okay, all right, so I'm going to, you, um, you sort of wade uh, when you when you get to this um, down to this close to the water, Sir Lottle, you know how when you detect good and evil or detect um, mm -hmm. what's divine sense? Uh, yeah. Yeah, to detect detect creatures. As you mm -hmm. as you start to enter the water, you both your detect evil and your define sense seems to go off as if you've got a free casting of it. Yeah. My lizarded senses are tingling. Yes. Um, can you roll an insight for me or a uh, religion? Your choice. Either. Either could help. Okay. All right. So ten for for your religion. Um, you're not too sure what this actually means, but you're mm -hmm. you're, you're sensing great evil. From the lake not just a sense of unease you can hear Creella inside the thing and spike you know the first two couple of claws go in the water and uh, finally it um, goes so deep off the edge that it then bobs there and it's just bobbling like a like a boy in the water with about one third of it poking above and you can see Creella's horned eyes a horned face looking through the porthole at you. So Otto, you're grabbing onto the side and you're now floating and hanging mm -hmm. onto one of the spikes on the top. Yep. Lauren's just going to cast um, light on the end of his staff. Okay. Um, just to have, I'm assuming there are lights on the front of Spike. Yeah, so but... underneath the water, you see this beam switch on and it's like a floodlight that shoots out in a ray and it goes yeah. quite a long way. Um, the surface of the water is quite clear. And then Spike sort of swivels around a little bit with this little propeller type thing um, and the, the direction of the light shines straight down and it's quite murky. Um, well, Lauren, your light goes. Like a goes yeah, yeah, Lauren, you wade in, um, and and you know you're doing your frog kick and the the three riddle. I'm not riddle. What's your um, what's your warlock thing? Is it? Do you have a swimming speed or are you just swimming? I will wait for that in the um, and that'll come up in the chat shortly. If you type into the Roll20 chat, that's, uh, everyone will see it a bit easier. Um, 
because we've all got eyes on that. Now, finally, the damnable rain, the sound of the rain stops um, as you swim further out and finally do your duck dive and swim down. And the rain, you leave the rain goodbye. No more storms. And from there, I'll just grab all of your tokens. The water's quite cold. At one point, you think you see maybe a little bit of movement at the very edge of the torchlight as if some fish or something swam into the light and then as soon as it got in the light just flashed and flickered further down deep. No sign of anything at the bottom. See like uh, shapes, outlines of buildings, streets. Um, this was obviously the opulent area of the city so um, yeah, I suppose that's what Lauren is expecting us to see eventually. So, Lotto, follow that evil. Yeah. <laughs> Lead us to the evil. Actually, yeah, is there any specific direction or just the lake in like, its whole totality? Um, the whole area, so you're surrounded, surrounded with it. Okay. Okay, that doesn't help. There's all these different things to like this go. Whatever it is, it's in the middle. Okay. Bear with me one sec. Can we talk talk to each other while we're swimming? Yeah, I think that's the spell. That's what it does. Sweet. Just one sec while I um, zoom us in. Um. Man, sound travels underwater. How's it looking for you? How's the visibility? We can see I can see two torches. Torches and blue. Okay. And a nice little beam. Okay. Let's see our tokens. No, no. You're, I'm going to assume, because this is just a, a tiny sort of square. Um, and can anyone move the token, the, the shuttle? Uh, I can. Yeah. Let's have a look. Party bathysphere. Yep. Right. Okay. So let's assume that um, Salotl, you can be the. Um... Uh, no, I think. Who's driving it? Yeah. Uh, well, it's Criella. But. Um... You're on it. You're standing yeah, on it. You're, you're, you're on it, so you can be yeah. calling out directions of yeah. some sort. I'm, I'm the commander. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Oops. This map is so cool. <laughs> I really like the beam creature. Yes. And so you start to see the walls descend. And now you've gone down maybe 100 feet, maybe more, maybe, maybe a little bit less than that. But uh, um, you're following the, the walls of the, of the chasm go down. I'm just going to change it to explorer mode so you can actually see where you've been. Just hold on for a sec before you move on. How's that looking to you now? Is it still all black or is it too... Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll quickly go through the way we went, just so it gets rid of the fog of war, and then back. Yeah. Okay, so places you might not have seen. Yeah, cool. And you, as you make your way down, it starts to go inwards, almost as if you're going through a small hole at the, the lake, and it sort of bells out into a larger chamber underneath, further below. Finally, you get to about, you, you think you're about 100 feet down, if you want to just pause there, it's a lot of, and um, let's see. I've just got a, something to read out to you. You're all able to breathe underwater, no problems there. And you can tell you can, it, for some reason, the, the enchantment of the water breathing allows you to speak as well. However, you can feel, you, you are breathing in this water and you can feel it's got a sort of acrid taste. Um, can everyone do a constitution saving throw at this point? Uh, okay, uh, I'm guessing everyone is within 30 feet, so yeah. gets and plus 4. Everyone gets plus 4 to this save. Oh. That plus 4 is 13, still not great. 17 but... plus 4 is 21. Way better. Okay, 
just moving to the chat, what are we seeing? So Diki, okay. Salofal, okay. Aloran. And I need a saving throw for... Bidu. Are you with us there in the silence? We can come back to it and figure out what that is. Um, but Aloran, you find yourself poisoned. Like while you're able to breathe the water, um, it, it does have a, some sort of toxicity to it. Uh, Aloran's outside, right? Up there. Yep. Uh, I'll use uh, lay on hands to neutralize the poison. Okay, so you come down, use I think five hit points worth of your to worth of your lay on hands to do a minor burst, which um, removes Aloran's poisoned <laughs> condition. Thank okay. you. No problem. And I will cast Aura Purity. Uh -huh. So, uh, each non-hostile creature in the aura, which is 30 feet radius, can become diseased, has resistance to poison damage, and has advantage on saving throws against effects such as uh, conditions such as blinded, charm, death, and frightened, paralyzed, poisoned, and stunned. Thank you, Sula. Awesome. I'd also like to ready in action. <clears throat> well, you, you can sort of have it ready, but it's not ready in action as in it from initiative. So yeah, what just, uh, I'll have it ready just in case. Yeah, what's that? Um, I'm just going to have my mirror ready in case somebody... Uh, ah, yeah, a okay. hostile spell. So you've yeah. got your mirror in hand, in, uh, and I guess one free hand for spell components or casting yep. spells or whatnot. Yeah, it's just in that hand. Uh, I'm just going to have it ready if, in case there's a hostile spell coming yep. your way. Heads up. Okay, so your light sources are able to pierce the gloom of the lake. Um, up to a range of about 30 feet. And the light from the um, from Spike shines out in a ray, I think shoots out 60 feet probably, but only really lights up 30 feet away. Mm. It gives off a, there's enough light I put around it so you can see where Spike is because there's some ambient light reflected off its beam so you can see the rough sphere that it creates 10 foot across. Um, but probably you wouldn't be a, you, you'll be aware of of a of a creature of, a, of anything within thirty feet of you. Um, what I'll do is I will go back, grab your characters from the inn, from Cicero's four of you. Copy, and I'll come back in here. There you are. Okay. Now I'm going to reduce you down to be a little bit smaller than normal size. There you are. Okay. So you should still be able to move the characters around. Mm -hmm. So, also, you're off to right next to it, and the rest of you. Now, I think 
How does that how does that look in terms of vision now? <clears throat> I'm just reloading it myself. You should update your HP on the tokens. Oh yeah, Up, update your maximum and your current. Otherwise, it looks like you're overcharged, like temporary hit points. Okay, so there's a bit of vision out. Uh, let's see, allure and yep. I'll use you as an example. I change you all to drawings to just make you. Um, smaller but now oh 165 hit points oh my god okay lighting i see so you've got a night vision distance of 60 foot so that should be 30 now i'm just changing it for the purposes of um of this merc your dark vision is capped at 30. Uh, you've got a problem, Sartor, you don't have um, night vision? Uh, no, I rely on the light from the spike and uh, someone cast light. Yeah, so. okay. And what about you, Dicky? I believe I... Do, do, do. If not, I'm going to cast uh, this light on my staff. Okay. So that that will simulate the same thing as as, yeah, oh, as what you have, have but I'll give you a. Um, you can see that there's a sort of hard edge to. Oh, where are we? My God, Diki, uh, rather than nocturnal. And so you get a hard edge to your light source as well. Okay, so three. Oh, Sartor, you're not with the craft anymore or just keep you close to it if you're hanging on to it yep I'm not stepping off yeah okay um, you're continuing to descend so Lothal, you're asking Criella to continue to shine the torch on the wall to find your way down um, where are you asking Diki to sh to direct the to the the torch generally? For somehow the beam, because it's made for these conditions, it is able to penetrate further than the thirty feet you can see. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think following the rock formation would be wise, so we don't bump into something accidentally. Okay. Um. No, sorry. I'll think about what I'm about to say before I say it. Yeah. Now swimming is difficult if you're going to have things in your hand like swords and 
and whatnot. Um, if you're just gripping like a dagger, you know, Tarzan style or a mirror for that case. Um, this is when having four appendages is handy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wings and arms. Uh, I wish Chompy was alive. Uh, Come with us. Poor Chompy. Poor Chompy. Now, Aloran. Yeah. You're, you're sort of swimming at the back here. And um, you don't see anything in the darkness, in the distance. But you feel a movement in the current. Oh, I'll tell the person next to me, which is Riddle, um, that I'm getting a creepy someone's watching us feeling. Okay. And Solotl, can you shine the torch? You, you can you shine the torch directly down? This is just where. I don't know if you can or not. And you can see at the limit of your vision, something big, curved, long and scaly slide at the limits of the vision through the murk. In which direction? Um, directly below you all. And at this point, um, Lauren, what's your arm class? Sixteen. Sixteen. You feel a movement to the side. Oh, and a natural 20 hits you. Damn. Um, Can I... <laughs> yep. No, never mind. Um, as this harpoon comes shooting in from directly to the, to the west of you, um, stabs into your thigh, and the harpoon hits and spikes go lock it, and you can feel it tugging back on you. The harpoon does um, 20 damage, piercing. And Riddle and Diki and Solotl, you, you sense movement and can easily turn your head here. Aloran by the thigh is pulled 20 feet or further away, off into the darkness. Lauren! <laughs> um, Lauren, did you have a light source? Or were you seeing with dark vision? I said I had my staff. Yeah, I can't remember who was it. Was it Dickie or... or it was you that had the light spell, right? Yeah. Both of them. Yeah, okay. 
So I'm going to just make sure that you are emitting light. Because what you all see, you don't see, you see while well, you see Aloran pulled off into the distance, Aloran is lit up. So Aloran, you are like a little tracer shot. Oh. I'm just putting a light source on you because um, everyone would be able to see this. Uh, amidst light. How's that looking? Can everyone see? Yep. I'm just getting rid of um, my uh, roll twenty crashed. What I usually do is I stream the players view and um, have another window open with the DM view, but. It's just because I keep flicking between the sides to see what you can see and what they can see. It's mm. crashing it all the time. So I'm just going to not worry about what you can see and what they can see. I'm just going to... In other words, you can, go and, you can go and look back on the Twitch and, uh, and see what everyone, all the viewers at home are seeing. <laughs> so, Lauren, um, you are lighting up two scale, enormous scaly sort of fish-like creatures. They've got tentacles and things on the front of their, and whiskers like a catfish on the front, a wide toothy maw like a shark, muscle powerful arms though like a, like a humanoid with um, webbed uh, clawed feet. And um, there's at least three of them within the range. Actually no, there's four within the range of a Lauren's light source. What penetrated my... That sounds awful. What um, stabbed me through the leg? <laughs> a harpoon. And this marrow has stabbed you with it and then hauled it in. And you feel... It's come from his mouth? No, it's a harpoon that it's just thrown like um, Aquaman, a trident of some sort. Ah, right. They've got hands. Yeah, they've got ar arms and hands. I'll display a picture in the virtual tabletop. You'll see it there. I am. Oh, cool. Look at that. Right. Yeah. Okay, have we entered initiative yet? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm going to get everyone to do initiative. Hang on, I'll just make sure that... Terminator seems to be taking a long time to fill up. So I'll just get rid of everything from there. Okay, now, you're, now it's ready for you. Oh, Dicky, you've already rolled it. I see the the fourteen. You can put that in. Okay. It was your first uh, roll? Quick question about the distance. So. That's way better than the five. My thirty foot radius aura is just this tiny little circle. Oh, don't worry. I've I've got it sort of scaled down just so that we don't have to have an enormous map. Um, okay. But uh, I'm guessing Aloran is within 30 feet? Um, or not. Yeah, you think Aloran is within your aura. Am okay. I within your aura? So do I get the extra? 
Yeah, everyone gets uh, plus six to initiative. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, yeah. Everyone would get the bonus. Yeah. Okay, so we've got everyone except uh, no riddle still. Riddle. Trying. Initiative. She can drop herself in when she can. Um, or I'll paraphrase something. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, there she is. I live. Yay! <laughs> um, in terms of getting wet, um, I wanted to use the Warlock spell, uh, Alter Self, which allows me basically water breathing and I can move underwater as, like not, I was walking on air. If that's okay. Water, I mean, move underwater as if you're walking on air? What do you mean? Levitate? Uh, aquatic, aquatic Adaptation as part of Alter Self. So I can do it for up to an hour. Okay. okay. I'll just pop it in. Yeah, post it in the chat. I'm back. Hi, guys. Hi. Excellent. Put yourself in initiative. Uh, Aloran just got harpooned and towed away. Some fish ha fished Aloran out of your group. Fish. Yeah. Oh, Silly fish. That's not how fishing works. <laughs> <laughs> and the way around. Um, okay. Alter self. You assume different form when you cast a spell. Choose the options. Last the duration, you adapt your body to an aquatic environment, sprouting gills, growing arts, oh, it's more than that, it's like Harry Potter style, webbing in the mm -hmm. fingers, you can breathe underwater and gain a swimming speed equal to your walking speed. Okay, so you can move at 30 or 40 or whatever your, your um, tabaxi speed is, so you might be a sprightly fish, uh, you can breathe the water meaning you still need to roll versus the toxic, the poisonous nature of the water, so I'll need a constitution check from you at some point. Um, but I'm happy that this would have happened when you first went into the water, so if so if you fail that, Zolotl can yep. burn, it, burn it away for you. Um, but other than that, so you, you've got, you actually have a swimming speed, good. So you're probably more adapted than anyone else at this stage to the water. Okay, so put yourself in initiative and then we'll go. Found it now. I drew your attention, centered the. Th Have you got any night vision? Uh, I've got the devil side, so I'd say yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it is pitch black. Night vision, yeah, okay. All right, so we've got a 12, and you get a plus six, so I'll, I'll adjust that to an 18. Uh, Sorry your... about the technical difficulties. No worries, things. it happens. Oh, I've been crashing all over the place. I've rebooted roll 20 about four times since we started. <laughs> okay, um, but I've got rid of one of the windows. It's a bit... A bit... So, Lauren, you've been harpooned. You are grappled. What do you want to do? Yeah, we've lost you. What are you going to do? 
no idea. Huh? Um, I guess I'm going to try and get away from Harpoon. Is there like a, a chain or a rope or a something that yep. is... It's, it's got arms the size of an ogre, and it would take strength to try and... Um, oh, no, you could try and slip out of it with using dexterity if you choose as well. Yeah, I'll do a, a dex save then. Oh, hang on, let me or just check. Just... Uh, da -da -da -da. Okay, so what? Ha I'll just explain what happens. It, pull, it grabs in, harpoons you, you take the damage. Yeah. It's not gone yeah. through your leg. But it's somehow hooked you, whether it might have even just hooked your backpack or cloak or something. Sure. It's hauled you in 20 feet, and now it has its harpoon back in hand. So you are actually able to freely move at this point, but you are being actively engaged by three Mero. That's fair. Um, I'm going to um, stab them. Can I shoot a fireball at them? Is that going to work underwater? You can, you can give it a try. You're not used to fighting underwater, but you can fling a firebolt. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, three of them are within melee range, and so it will be at disadvantage unless you can break off from it. Natural one's going to miss in any case. Yeah. That's okay, right. so the firebolt goes sailing off, and you do, it, like, it's a little bit muted, but the firebolt still does work. So it's like, fire, uh, you know, trying to light a match underwater or, or explosives right. or something. Okay. Um, and I will, um, no. Bonus action? Uh, I'll chuck a, a quick healing word on my leg so I'm not kind of spewing water all over the place, uh, yeah, blood okay. all over the workplace. Okay. Um, um, uh, yeah, and that's all I do. Okay, healing word, roll that, and you're good. And then we move to Solotl. You're over there gripping the... The thing, the ship. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think so. We'll just yell out to Deki. Uh, so, so to Cryora. Uh, Bring me closer so I can hit it with my dagger. Yep. And already in an attack for when I get within range. Okay, so what's your. Um, okay, so what happens is you're using this. Creella and Spike, as one, are collectively your mount. So you, oh. can, you, you can control it, and it moves 30 foot, but that's 30 foot of your movement that is moved. Mm -hmm. um, and Spike moves over close, and you can see there's at least four of these things swimming around you. Um, okay. Oh, so then I have my action the whole thing, right? Yes. Just no movement left, because you've spent that sure. travelling on the thing. Mm -hmm. Well, then I guess I'll take a swing at uh, the one that's holding Alorin. Uh, okay, what are you swinging with? Uh, the dagger. Okay. You're finding that the dagger is um, perfectly serviceable underwater as a aquatic weapon. This I'm class 18 hits. Okay. And that's nine. Okay. Do 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 damage. 
Yes, six plus five. Uh, now dump third level divine smite into it. Okay, because you crit. Uh, no, that's not a crit. Oh. Uh, where are my divine smites? Third level. There we go. So that's uh, six, five, eleven, twenty-nine, thirty-nine. Thirty-nine damage. Oh, twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Sorry, I'm tired. Yeah, 29. Okay, so it takes this massive blow from you. You're grappling it underwater. Stab it once, uh, but it, it doesn't kill it. It's a yeah. massive blow <laughs> to the yeah. hilt. Uh, I'll swing again. Okay. Twelve. Um, oh, twelve misses, and it glances off the scaly armor. Okay, then as a bonus action, uh, I, I would like to use my shield to shove a creature away from Alar. I don't think you'll be swimming with a shield in your hand. You can ready it as a bonus, as a free action anyway. Uh, I have the shield master, Pete. Okay, and what does that do? Uh, if I use my action to attack as a bonus action, I can use the shield to shove a creature. Yep, but I'm talking about whether you've got a shield in your on your arm while you're swimming. Oh, you're just hanging on. Yeah, I'm hanging on. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I couldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to swim with my heavy armor anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you swing with the shield and smash. Yeah. So that's uh, my athletics, I think. Versus its contested athletics. Yeah. It fails and gets shoved back. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Uh. No, Other than that. in that case, now you've let go because you've got you were hanging on with your shield arm if you're stabbing with the dagger. So now, yeah. now sort of um, um, free floating there, or at least trying to you know kick with your legs to tread water, um, which you can uh, do. You can do even in heavy armor. You're not going to sink, yeah. sink like a stone. You've yeah. got a, you've got uh, a swing speed, right? I swing more of like uh, I'm surfing right now instead yeah. of holding on. on the uh, yeah. Like, um, okay. Um, Diki. Okay, I'm going to swim up closer. Yep. And then I'm going to uh, attack the one that is already damaged. And I'm going to cast. Let's uh, guiding bolt on it. Okay. See if I even hit. Road hit. Oh, the 22 hits easy. Oh, which one are you shooting at? Oh, the one that's already damaged. Okay. Yeah, you hit. Damage. 20. Second level. 20 damage. Okay. With a da with blood pissing out of its neck, you um, hit it in the same wound, and it opens right up and then just goes limp in the water. Sections. And then it'll be you riddle after this. This was no. this one was thrown a bit further back, and um, Lauren's light spell. Um, let's see. One square. 
That's it. One down. Okay. I'm just shifting the scale of the map to be a bit more accurate for this melee with your characters rather than just a pinpoint on the map, a bigger dot. So it should expose more of those creatures on the edges of the vision. How's that looking? Good. Okay, um, Riddle. Stage. I'll start off with just some uh, Eldritch Blasts. Uh, probably the one that's furthest away, if I can. Okay. Um, so that's four blasts. Do you want to ping? To yeah. Do you want to ping the one that you're targeting? One that's just left of. I'll put I'll put some coloured dots on some of them so you can. Uh... Uh, Grey is the one I can see. Okay. Grey, this one back here. Yeah. Okay then. Um, Twenty six hits. Yep. Uh, that's seven damage. Uh, nat twenty with all my plus. That's thirty three to hit. Yep, that hits as well. Uh, so that's 14 plus 5, so 19 for that one. Okay, two more. Uh, 22 hits. Yep, that hits. 6 damage and 27 to hit. For that also damage. hits. Oh. Okay, after four Eldritch Blasts, it's on its last legs, last gasp of life struggling to breathe with its gills and sort of mouthing, opening and closing like a fish on a jetty. It's still alive, however. Anything else? I just swim up next to Diki. Okay, move, yep. Okay, these creatures go. Now, three from below turn and start absolutely savaging the one that um, you've killed already and start tearing it apart. The one that's been very badly damaged f swims away and dashes moving as fast as it can. You see four more swim up into range, but they hang back at the limit of your, of your light. Ah, oh, my roll 20 cacked itself. Give it a chance to reload. See what are that, what's saved there. How's that? You, uh, you guys, I guess, can all see. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, Yep. And uh, more swimming, a little bit spaced out apart, spaced apart, but comes swimming in towards you from the from the centre of probably from the centre of the lake. So, um, and while you're, this is a, a single plane, usually when we play D and D, you're looking top down, and we're using a flat surface, and everyone's running around on that. This is a single plane, so it's like we're playing a platform game here, Mario or something like that. Um, the ones beneath you are truly are beneath you. The problem is this is a 3D space, and while I can tell you that there's, you can see that there's four over here where my ping's going off, those are ones directly to the east. But you can see probably four, maybe eight more coming from 
the west as from the from the north and south as well and there was a few lingering a little bit deeper that come up riddle um, some harpoons come sailing in you in your direction what's your armor class okay 17 I missed that you might have to turn your volume up or I don't know if you got if it'll blow your mic 17 okay so a harpoon hits and can you do a strength uh, strength check for me check yeah it's not a saving throw 11 um, okay so it does 13 damage another one comes in misses um, Diki one comes in at you misses misses another one comes in and hits and does 11 damage can you do a strength check they seem to be trying to pull you in all directions Oh, and you managed to fight off being hauled in as well. Um, <clears throat> Aloran, what's your armor class? Uh, 16. Okay, one of them hits you. Can I do a reaction sure. of shield? Uh, yes, you fling up a shield spell. Because um, you can see these harpoons coming in. They're only coming in from 20 feet away. And uh, yep. that will cause it to miss, I believe. Uh, maybe it'll miss. He rolled a 17. What is, what is your own class so, with the shield spell? 16 without it, and shield increases it by 5. So uh, that's 21. Uh, okay, now it still hits and does 13 damage. Okay. Can you roll a strength check? Uh, that's a not three. Okay, so it um, you rolled a six. Okay. I did. Yeah. Okay, so it pulls you one, two, three, four into the midst of five marrow. Oh, it's fine. And you see a few more coming in. I think it's a lot there's one right next to you. This one tries to bite you. Hitting up plus 21. Is that a hit? Sorry, it was muted. Miss. Miss. And then the harpoon hits up plus 22. Miss. Okay. So it's just in there in melee with you. Um, and then we move on. Aloran. You're free to move and act, but surrounded. Awesome. I'm going to um, get the hell out of here. Can you roll up? What's your passive, um, what's your passive insight? The 13. Okay. It seems to you that you've been pulled a little bit deeper 
but the ones that are deeper than you um, are looking over their shoulder and down and they seem to not want to be the lowest one. Right. And it's almost as if they are occupying a, a strata at a certain depth. There are plenty above Heck here. You when, you, when you look up, if you've seen those pictures where people swim with hammerhead sharks and there's like hundreds all above you, you can look and while it's gloomy, it, it, there's still light from above penetrating this far down. You're in a uh, an area called the feasting pit within 100 and 200 feet down and you can see the silhouettes of many of these marrow circling above you. Awesome. What do you want to do? Um, can I... Um, how far away are my friends? 20 feet. About 20 feet. Um, does it look like I could disengage and swim the fuck away? Uh, yeah, you could disengage. You don't know how fast the, fast they go compared to you, but that's fine. Um, I'm going to um, disengage. Yeah, disengage. Get as far away or swim as close to my friends as I possibly can. Um, it... Okay, you can get back to where the bathysphere is. No problem. Sweet. Um, and I'm going to say to everybody, there's like, um, the deeper you go, hmm, do we have a way to protect ourselves as a group? The, the that's, that's my go. Yeah. Okay. Um, Salotl, what's your passive insight? Uh, not good. Uh, insights, uh, 10. No, nothing to see here. But you can tell you're in a sort of, you're in a swarm, you're being swarmed. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? Mm. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, so is it one square is still five feet, right? Um, one square is ten. That's why I've made you ha made you half size. Okay, ten twenty. It might be further. You know I'm I'm gonna move up to these guys. Triggering attacks. Okay. All right. So one will one will have a go at you. Uh, with a claw. Well, uh, okay. I don't know why, but the. Visibility became huge. It misses. That's probably just reset your um, just because we're using. Um, I've changed the visibility level just for the purposes of this melee. Change the okay. scale. Okay, so uh, I would be on top of, of Spike, right? So yes. If I were to do the destructive wave, that's 30 feet radius, I think. Those. 
doing destructive wave. Yep. Send it south for the feature. Okay. One, two, three. So I think I would get this guy and then all the other guys around me. Um okay. That's constitution one, saving two, three. Three. for everyone. Okay. And what's the um damage? Uh that will be five D six thunder and five D six uh radiant. So ten, twenty, thirty, one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oops, not D, not D one hundreds. And what are they looking for? As uh, a saving three. throw. Second, uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Constitution. Okay. All right. So it'll be thirty-one or fifteen damage. Okay. I'll start to adjust all of those. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you uh, want to do while we work that out? Uh, no, no. Just uh, if they fail, they also get knocked prone. You can actually be prone in, in the in the water. Um, I know there is a weird. You can technically be prone mid air too. It's yeah. Weird rules. It just means you need to spend half your movement like writing yourself or something. Okay, so yeah. I'm adjusting all of these. Mm -hmm. um, anything else you want to do? Yep, that was my action, and I just. No, wait. No. As a bonus action, I'm gonna bite this guy. If I can reach him from the spike. Okay. Bite. 19 hits. Yep. Okay. And that's 7 damage. Okay, so while he's staggered or prone or you know flipped upside down in the water, you bite him and and uh, tear his throat out and rah, savage him, and you've got another floating marrow corpse in the water. Nice. Um, Dicky. There's a moment's yeah. respite around you. There's three of the marrow that are immediately around your group uh, are sort of reeling in the water um, from this thunderous depth charge that's gone off around so little. Um, but a couple of them are still okay. A couple that are right next to the bathysphere. I'm going to move closer to a Lauren. Yep. Well, not right on top of Lauren. That's it. That's okay, you can be in the same square, it's a 10 foot square. Yeah, just, you know, trying to not squash him. Not sure if it's going to do anything, um, but it's kind of dark down here. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not sure how sensitive their eyes are, but... I'm going to cast Daylight okay. on Spike. Okay, so a 60 foot radius of Sphere of Light. Pure daylight radiates out from a, from Spike. Um, now, while the light would normally go further than that, from the the murk, you know, the sediment that's in the in the water, 
the yep. light's not going to penetrate that far, but it penetrates clearly and, li and lights up um, everything within 30 feet. Uh, the creatures clearly do not like it. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to do? And you've done you've done a bit of a move. Cast your daylight. Anything else? Um, I think I do the spell, so I can't really do anything else with the spells. No, nope, that's it for now. What? Um, and like they don't like it. So what do they? How do they well, react? They, they try um, and get away from it. Or? Well, you think that they might do, but or they might. You don't oh, yeah, until they get their turn. But you can. Their immediate reaction is like. You know, they're not hissing and bubbling like a vampire, but um, they're not yeah. fans. You just got stricken off the Christmas card list. Okay, oh, damn. <laughs> um, Riddle. Um, well, I'm sick and tired of being the mouse in this scenario. <laughs> I would like to cast Polymorph on myself and, and turn into a giant shark. Okay. Um, I have. What size is it? Uh, it's got huge. Pop it into. There we go, riddle. Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. Bruce. Hello. Okay. <laughs> I'm bigger now. Um, that's obviously my action but I kind of want to swim to the middle of everyone else and I'm I cannot, ah, too late now I was going to say before I polymorphed I you probably should have yelled grab being like <laughs> grab hold okay um, and I'll sw swim to so I'm the center of everyone okay all right, so this giant, this, yeah. <laughs> this, that's all right, I'll move you and Riddle to get, if you want to move Riddle to where you want to be. So this <laughs> megalodon, an enormous shark, swims to, um, into the center of the daylight. And uh, the marrow go. Okay, so the two that are fully functional move back out of the light. And the two that are damaged struggle to right themselves and then move out as well. Um, there's one that is next to you, um, Riddle the Shark, and rushes out as well to run away from you. And you can see the others are sort of. I could get an attack of opportunity. On you can have a you can have a you can have a death thrash of opportunity. Yes. And it has blood frenzy, so the shark has advantage on melee attack rolls against any creature that doesn't have all its hit points. Yeah, which it doesn't. It's bleeding, so you go Bruce on it. Fantastic. So, whoops, yeah, I rolled twice. What happened to Fisher friends? <laughs> <laughs> all right, you uh, hit it. So, nineteen. Okay, so the, the, <laughs> to your horror, the rest of you see this giant shark just open its maw and snap shut on this thing's um, tail as it turns and just bites it in half. Nice. Do a big like dog shake. Grrr. Yeah. And there's half a marrow. I'll just use another one as, a, as an example as chum in the water, sending the rest of them into a bit of a frenzy. Lauren. 
You heard uh, you heard Riddle say grab on and then turn into a giant shark. Yeah, so I'm gonna um uh, a little bit, you know, scared because right, lots of teeth. Um, yep. I'm going to make an attempt to grab onto her dorsal fin. Okay, you do your free willy reenactment and grab onto the onto the dorsal fin. That's exactly what we're going to do. What about you, Salotl? You're now... The, um, there's this enormous shark underneath... Um, underneath the... the bathysphere, and the bathysphere goes... and clamps and grabs onto the... Um, the dorsal fin as well. Um, I'm along for the ride, I guess. Okay, so you... Um, uh, either shoulder your shield and grab on, or stow your dagger and grab on with one of your hands. Yeah, I'll, I'll stow the dagger, and I'll just uh, bear my, my teeth and ready in a bite in case. Ah, yes, ready. Yep. Okay. If anything comes within the melee range, um, Diki, mm -hmm. you're still free swimming here. Yep. What do you want to do? I will. What do I want to do? Are we going to take them all out? Everyone seems to be grabbing onto this shark at the moment. Okay, let me. Um... Is there room for me to grab hold of the fin as well? Uh, there's this thing's got probably seven fins. If you. Okay, <laughs> let me grab one and let's uh, let's go for red. Okay. I'm a big shark. Front. Okay, and so the shark, I presume, points downwards. Yeah, I'm going to head in the direction that was pre-discussed earlier, because <laughs> that I was totally here for, and just head towards it as fast as I can. I'm okay. As a shark, sixty foot swim speed, I believe. My apologies. Fifty foot swim speed. Yeah. Well, the strength um, twenty three, so I'm assuming I can pull everything along like it. Nothing. Okay, so the downside of this, well, not the, 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 there's no downside to it, but um, the bathysphere was lit up and I had the daylight centered on that. You leave the daylight behind. But uh, is it the daylight on the bathysphere? No, it's a point that you see. Oh, yeah, if you choose a point object you are holding or when there's you want to carry the light shines from the object. Oh, you're right. I didn't. I missed that. Okay, cool. Yeah, In that so case, it should come with us. Yeah, it comes with you. And so this shark tows you and the light down. And as it as it descends, uh, it also lights up. Clarify. Yeah. I have blind sight for 60 feet yeah, okay. as well. All right, so you can tell, Riddle, that there are hundreds of Mero that you're swimming past. But they're yeah, all. Just keep but if you've ever, ever, if you've ever seen these um, uh, pictures of a shark swimming through a swarm of smaller fish, and they just part around it, and wherever it goes, there's a, a gap just appears. Well, even though the marrow are sort of ruler of this air, sort of area, they all, um, you know, dis disappear, and, and or you know, give you a wide berth. And you, I'll get rid of the mirror now and we'll just move back to. Just to clarify, I did this with normal polymorph, not true polymorph. Yeah, okay. So we've got now. 
and you then I'm a cat. You've still got your polymorph up your sleeve. Yeah. Okay, I'm just um, shifting us back to out of melee mode and back into true. Now, Riddle, how long can you stay in polymorph? One hour. Okay. And then I have uh, that warlock ability that will allow me to breathe and everything move again. Yeah, sure. Okay. So you swim down um, 200 feet down. And once you get beyond 200 feet, maybe past 300 feet, you. I'm going to move you over to the side so you can see. Can you see the wall now? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, you move beyond the feasting pit. And let's see. And you travel probably 15 minutes. If there's any spells that caught, that take more than 10 minutes, they'll be gone by now. Yep. So, uh, oral pur purity, I think, is gone. Oh, I see. Yep, okay. Uh, let's see. And the water seems to be getting a little cooler. It's still just cold water, not freezing or anything. And then you go, you keep on, um, just keep swimming, <laughs> doing the dory thing. And um, at this point, you probably have go for, oh, maybe 30 minutes now. You've traveled hundreds of feet down. You'll be well beyond the feasting pit and now into the gathering dark. The blackness is oppressive, almost stifling, like that cloying feeling. Um, all around you, dark shapes seem to move, but they're in the limit of your vision, including you uh, in shark mode. Uh, what's your shark mode? This, did you say an hour? Did I, did I get that right? One hour, yes. Yeah. So I'd be about halfway through. Yeah, okay. Sometimes you think you can hear voices of people you recognise, but they're not ones from this city. Maybe loved ones from a distant from from your past. Who's at the end here? I know I can't talk, but I, I in shark I just kind of want to pause and see if I can do a shrug with my fins. Like, guys, you want me to keep going or go back up? Yeah. I can keep going. Anyone you travel. You travel for another another half an hour. So if I move us move us all just back to the very top, so you were sort of here you're out in the middle i think there might have been a um little boat of some sort that was your little ship that little dot on the surface and then i'll move us over to the to the edge there's a couple of times as you're following the wall that you realize um Let's see. That um, you, well, you think it opens out. It doesn't. It looks like you've entered a bit of a cave. 
and you've got to be a little bit more careful if you're going to follow the wall down just to make sure that you're not going to um, accidentally go swimming off into tunnels unless that's where you want to go otherwise what you could do is just try and get to the very center of the lake and swim straight down from there I think we should try the center. Yeah. What does everybody else think? I agree. I'm just going to respond to people tugging on my fins, like, go that way. <laughs> okay. Who's driving uh, the shark? <laughs> not the shark. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure going straight to center is the safest, but. feel like we have more chance of seeing things coming away from the edge. I mean, the edge provides at least one flank of safety. Mm. Uh, That's also true. We're in shadows rather than being out in the open. Yeah, going straight could save us time. Because we are a massive bulb of light, it's kind of hard yeah. to get away from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've got lights. You've got even the cantrip light spell is still, you know, uh, lighting you all up. Um, as you continue down, and this sense of oppressiveness, this um, ghostly voices of people from your loved ones from your past, um, Aloran, you pass through an area that um, you feel like you could enter the infinite stair at this point. If you were to truly, you know, try to part the veil. In fact, as you continue on, you, you go for another ten minutes or so, and you still think that you could enter the stair if you wanted to. However, you're starting to feel despair. I'm going to send a message, just message cantrip, yeah, um, to everyone that. Um, the veil between us and the staircase is really thin in this part. Yep. Um, and kind of start to gauge people's feelings about if we exit at this point or whether we continue going. Um, I'd imagine I'm almost at the end of shark. I'm so either either. We could do a quick save. Yeah, um, with the feeling of general consensus, then I'll kind of, I'll push this, I'll kind of, yeah, guide the shark through the veil. Okay. <laughs> you could, kind of a little I, weird. Okay. Um, Riddle, you can feel yourself being tugged in through between worlds. Get a feeling that you're a bit, you've felt, you've felt this many times before, so it's now familiar. Do, um, you're about to enter the infinite stair. What do you want to do? I drop my polymorph because I don't know if I'll fit otherwise. No, what would have happened is you would appear on the stair and fall down the infinite stair as a shark. <laughs> Maybe hitting the stair on the way, you know, every, every circle down like a cheese grater. Okay, um, you appear on the stair. 
You can sense, you can hear somewhere below the Iobrochum is lurking, but it's staying away. Coward. There is definitely something following us in the water. Super creepy. Could just be me. Yes, the haunting melody of da 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 haunting me the entire hour. <laughs> Cursed music. And what's the intent with going back to the stair? Are you trying to go back to somewhere to have to take a long rest and then use the stair to come back to here? I think uh, the initial idea was for us to up. take a moment to regroup. Okay. Yeah, just break and like, okay, we're doing this, and then maybe come back. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're uh, you're able to talk. You're able to can you know take a bit of a breather. Um, you're finding that for those of you who are swimming, riddle. You are a natural swimmer, and just like you can walk all day, you can swim all day. Aloran and Diki, it's a little bit different. Um, you cannot, if you're not a natural swimmer, you can't just swim all day like going for a hike. You're going to find you're going to push and maybe become, uh, you know, get exhausted. Just, yeah. just you would, you would after having done this now for you know an hour, an hour and a half, just swimming down. If I, you know, like I can swim, but I can't just go and swim for an hour. Is it something a short rest helps with? Um, you think that just probably every hour of swimming, you need to do a constitution saving throw, or maybe become exhausted. And so the if you just keep on swimming. You know, hour after hour, eventually those will stack up. Okay, so we should do a constitution saving throw. Um, when we go back in the water. Um, yeah, you can do one now that you have everything your breath. This is how you're finding this out. So for Diki and Lauren, you would need to do a con saving throw. You would get Zolotl's bonus. Yeah, plus four. So that's sixteen. Okay, so that's fine. Oh, you're only needing a ten. Sorry. I can do the shark again, but I do need a long rest. Yeah. Or I have to potentially turn someone permanently into a shark. Yeah. Lauren, you save as well. So you're okay. You're just feeling a bit puffed, and just like you've just done a swim a hundred laps or whatever, but uh, you know you're you're able to go and swim a hundred more. Yeah, I think. Is there enough space on top of Spike for everyone? Yeah, everyone could hang on, and then you wouldn't actually be swimming. I could, or Dicky, if you want to go inside. Oh, you didn't want to do that. <clears throat> there is room still inside Spike. Creel yeah, is no, there, really but do it's... anything, right? Yeah. yeah. You can cast spells from inside it, though. Through the porthole, uh, so long as they don't have a direct line of something that has to travel through that would, you know. Yeah, it's easy to be outside. Okay. Oh God, just hang on yeah. with my talons. So, for example, then, through the porthole, you could cast Toll the Dead, but you couldn't do Firebolt. That makes sense. Could I um, play my uh, loot and give inspiration from inside the Yes, bus? if the songs I can hear you, that's fine. Sweet. Then, if that's okay, Dicky, Lauren might take the other spot inside Spike. 
Okay. Uh, so, so we'll be taking short rests. Caracas and proper rest as place. Yes, we're at ten past. So let's meet up yep. back here at uh, uh, in you know ten minutes. So ten. Fifteen, so ten twenty. Yep, very right done. And um, okay. and if you want to roll your hit dice, any that you want to do, if you want to roll any, um, you can do that in the break as well. Cool. Back shortly. Okay, I am back. <laughs> Baby shark. Oh, right. Same. 10.20. Spot on. Got the stream back up and running already. Jump straight into it. Um, has there been any healing? I'm just checking the chat. Uh, whoops. That's the wrong chat. Here we are. Oh, yeah. Some hit... Hit dice from Deeky and some from Aloran. Um, so Aloran, I don't think you're, oh yeah, not, not quite on max. You're languishing on 158 hit points. Um, <laughs> okay. Didn't, I figured that that was fine. Yes, yes. I can. Nothing a couple of hundred aquatic ogres couldn't fit, sort out. Well, that's um, also true. Okay, so you've gone from the surface, you've travelled 200 feet down through an area called the Feasting Pit. Um, you are now entering what is called an area referred to as the Gathering Dark. Um, this is an area where you can access the Infinite Stair and it's an area where you step off now. Um, entering back into the water. This time, let me scroll in a little. I can see, Aloran, you are, you can be controller. Uh, you want to see if you can, can you control the vessel? Um, yes, I can. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, great. So, Aloran and Diki, I think, or who's, this one, uh, Aloran's definitely in it. And what about you, Dickie? I'm um, uh, hanging on to it now. Hanging, hanging on to it, but on, on, the, on the outside. Yeah. Okay. So what I can do is I'll just move the... Ah. Where are you, Dickie? Are oh, you underneath the Lauren? Okay. So I'm going to... Sorry. Gonna... Yeah, I just sleep. It's okay. Ah. My roll 20 caked itself. I'm trying to move everyone... What I can do is group a Lauren and the um, Spike. Spike, yeah. Where are we? But Dicky, just hang back there for a moment. And group. Where is it? Advanced group. Roll twenty. Happy days. Yeah. So that'll move you together. Um, Dicky, Salotl, and Riddle are all one square adjacent, and I've. But just because of the orientation that you've got there, you are gripping the oh. side. I think Riddle is the only one who's not, because you can just swim. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Gathering Dark is also a place of uh, 
um, oppressive darkness. Let's see. I'm just looking back at our chat. We've got the con saves for everyone swimming, swimming hard. Okay, um, you come back and you, you travel for another hour. Has the landscape changed at all? You are, it's not getting any, you're traveling down the middle, I think, or are you, are you going along the edge? Uh, down the middle, I yeah. suppose. So the la there is no landscape to speak of, but the it's not no less cloudy. What's changed over the last hour is it's become more and more oppressive. Um, so much so that everyone needs to roll a wisdom saving throw. Everyone gets plus four. Uh huh. Counting your plus fours. I can see Dicky's okay, Salotl's okay. Riddle. Riddle, can you roll a d6 for me? Oh, and a Lauren. Oh, a Lauren. Both of you. Okay, so Riddle. Yep. You, you have um, gained xenophobia. You are <laughs> frightened of any creature that you've never met before and gain the following flaw as a personality trait. Strangers are all plotting to kill you. You cannot trust them. <laughs> um, Eloran, you gain hydrophobia. The water... <laughs> <laughs> You get in the water and you, you, you can swim. You can swim, you can breathe. It's like someone who's scuba diving and they just freak out and those bubbles start going up crazy and you start, you forget how to swim. You're just flapping your arms and legs and wings. Um, Is that, um, I'm in spike though. Ah, oh, you are in spike. You just don't want to get out of spike. This is, this, I just don't want to get out of spike? You do not want to get out of spike. You absolutely <laughs> must stay out of the water. You stay in the dead centre of, of this thing and even don't touch the walls because you look over at the portholes and there's some condensation and it starts to drip and you think, is that water leaking in? Am I springing your leg? Anyway, so yeah. you're thinking you have to get out of the water. You cannot do this anymore. Okay. This is a form of like Shadowfell despair, but it's unique to this the effect of being this deep underwater, this dark, surrounded by this, this, this evil. Okay. You manage to not overcome it, but you manage to find a way around it by sitting in the, in, within Spike, freaking out, but you're not completely, you know, ready to... Incapacitated. No. Aloran, is it you that has the word of a call? Who has got, who's got the staff that can return you back to the Cicero's. Uh, the mirror can do mirror. that. The mirror, that's right. So that's Deaky. Okay, all right. Um, if it got to it, you might have had to, um, you know, activate that to just get out of here and, until they could get rid of it. 
Okay, you've now travelled, and I'm going to scooch you down a little bit further. Oh. One mile underwater. Wow. Maybe as busy. maybe wide as wide across as the city itself. Hmm. Only seven hundred ninety-nine to go. And once you're about a mile underwater, um, it starts to get cold. Can everyone who's, uh, let's say, da, 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 no, you don't have to worry about the swimming because you're, you're just hanging on. Mm -hmm. No, that's fine. You continue, can you continue descending? And as you start going down, you start to, f you, you get to two miles down. You travel another hour. You travel three miles down. Four. Five miles. Six miles, that's six hours of traveling straight down. You're now seven miles underwater and you're starting to feel not so much the cold, not so much the poisonous water, uh, not even the Elysian despair but now just the pressure, the weight of nine and then 10 miles of water above you. And you start to feel currents. You can feel the pressure and far below you in the, the inky blackness stretches out into infinity. Invisible currents toss and turn you and as you're gripping onto the side of Spike who's uh, um, seemingly got a personality of his own uh, is trying to maintain a steady course directly down um, as you make your way through this area called the male scorn um, who's piloting it I think who's inside that's a Lauren that's me yes our hydrophobe of the party can you roll a d a d twenty? Sure. Oh God! Excellent. Okay. Put the hydrophobe in charge of it. How did you go? Oh, uh, that's a natural number. Natural one. Mm. Okay, so you're. It's a bit hard to tell which way's down here. Um, because you're just you know, you know weightless almost and um you go for 10 hours can you roll a d6 you travel another five hours and then you you sense that it's starting to get a little bit warmer and you feel like for the last five hours you've been traveling 
Well, maybe for the last two or three hours you've been travelling up. You can correct course and head back down. Yeah. What that means is, what this means is, uh, who's sitting in there with you? Coriella. Uh, um, Coriella. Yep. So at eight hours has renewed your water breathing. But what that means is 15 hours have passed. And with one hour of, um, of the short rest you took, it means that Criella needs to burn another third level spell slot. I, I think what they're breathing is 24 hours. Is it 24? Mm. I thought it was eight. Yeah, okay. it's, no, it's 24. 24. Oh, okay. All right. So it's 16 at this point that you've been traveling and you're 10 hours deep. So you've still got another eight hours, but now you've been traveling, actively doing stuff. Um, this is not restful by any means. Uh, for, for 16 hours straight, normally, uh, you know, a 10 hour day without, you know, rest and things, you're starting to get um, just tired from spent, having spent a day uh, traveling. At some point, you're gonna need to take a long rest. Um, you've left, it was nine hours ago since you last felt being able to get to the stair. I'm going to call out through the porthole. Um, uh, should I open my house? Yeah, There's but no how do we get why, in? Reason why I can't open it on a ledge somewhere. You have to find a. Yes, well, the one reason is you would have to get into the water. Mm, that's true. Do we go back to Cicero's? But then if we're back at Cicero's. Then we have to do the whole thing again. We have to do the whole thing again. Yeah. And we can just go to the stair and then get to that spot and go down. But that spot was 10 hours ago. Has there been any other squishy feelings no. in the last 10 hours? No. It was like the, the first, the first um, couple of hundred feet was full of ogreish creatures. Um, the, that, the feasting pit, the gathering dark, uh, I think it was gathering dark. Um, yeah. Yeah, which was probably one mile from the from the ogres to, to one mile down that area was except the stair was accessible but once you got one mile underwater from there on the male's gone which is where you are so now so we're way past that now yeah yeah well, you're well past that oh okay I mean you could try and find a solid place, you know, try and find the sides. It's just all open at this point. Remember there's currents and things. It's, it's easy to get tossed off uh, course. Okay, let's try and find uh, a spot. Okay. Yeah. Now you travel back down. Uh, let's see, the male scorns, two kinds of effects are located. Unless we want to do a rotation through Spike. Lauren, you want to come out and I'll pop in for a while? Uh, I'll give you Criella. <laughs> no, Criella doesn't want to go out either. Let's assume she's hydrophobe too. Explain, explaining why she's staying in there. 
Yeah, I, I, does Spike have like a, a decompression chamber or something? Um, yeah, in can you go in and out while submerged without you know flooding the whole thing. Oh yes, yeah. There's a porthole on the bottom. Oh okay. I'm absolutely quite happy to come out and let somebody take over if they wish. Um, that's. I awesome. don't think. I don't think. I don't think. Um, Aloran will go in the water. Yeah. No, you, you wouldn't. No, I. I didn't think Lauren would, but no, Riddle doesn't know that. Yeah. Um. You'll do everything. Uh, unless... you, you, you've got a new personality trait. You'll do everything on your power to not touch water. Absolutely avoid the water, including yeah. turning myself into a aquatic animal. Oh, you, but you still don't like the water, even though okay, it's irrational. Right. Sure, then I'm stuck. Uh, what do we need to cast this spell? Uh, does it have to be a wall, or can it be any surface? I think it's just a surface. Uh, but uh, this is me double checking the spell. I mean, is it? What I mean is, there a possibility of you casting it inside Spike? What's it called? Uh, Magnificent Mansion. Um, big wall of text. But okay, the wall Spike. entrance won't fit inside Spike. But I could cast it, cast the door on a wall. Yep, you could do it on a wall. It doesn't have to be on a, it has to be on a flat surface, but not necessarily horizontal. Right, then um, this, this is my suggestion. We find a flat surface and I get us into my house. Okay. Because we flat surface that is not at all close to water, so will be really hard. Um. Okay, DM, is that... Can we put the um, bottom hatch of Spike against the Magnificent Mansion door and get in and out of the water that way? Um, yeah, so you... Well, let's let's navigate you to find a wall in the first place. Then you can sort of investigate okay. how you can do it, how close you can get. All right. So you're going to try and navigate this thing because remember, there's currents tossing and, and swishing you all. Not turbulent like you're in a whirlpool or anything, but it's deceptive in that you think you're traveling one direction at a certain speed and then find the current has shifted to another one. Um, can you roll a intelligence saving throw? You can have an advantage because we'll assume Deke is sitting there next to you, giving you some tips. You can also get... Yeah, I can put guidance on them too. You can also put the plus. Uh, well, the guidance is for what is only... It's a cantrip and only affects what happens in the next round. Um, okay. Or next minute, I think. But um, So this is the course over the course of nav navigation over minutes. So you wouldn't, so be, able, you wouldn't be able to guidance. Yep. And intelligence saving throw with advantage and with Solotl's benefit. Uh, which is plus four. We're all team working here. How'd you go? Yeah. 
I got a three for both of them, plus oh! four is a seven. Oh! Okay. I'm rolling really well. Okay. <laughs> so under the male scorn, there is um, two effects. One is a location effect. Can you roll a d20 for me? How'd you go? That's a nat 20. Nat 20. Awesome. So there's no uh, location effects. You find a, a current and you manage to fight through those. However, there's a mental effect as well. Can you roll a d20 for me? Six. Six. Okay. So... Um, Okay, you st everyone gains one level of madness. You've not got any particular thing that is observable, but... Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to use a charm and not take that. Okay. And then i got one charm left. Okay. So, uh, let's see if I zoom in on your wall. So it's Deaky that's not capturing it. Um, we were using the person shouting. Celotl, you've got one level of madness. Mm -hmm. um, Riddle, one. And Alora, and you go up to two. Ah, oh, it's a pain. I have to ungroup you to do it. Okay, um, but you managed to find yourselves to the wall. I'll move you till you find it. <laughs> it's probably just all looking completely black to you all. Yeah. Finally, I don't know if you can even see it. But you're at the you bump into it, and you're in the gloom, and the light from the torch lights up a wall around you. Right, so I'm going to cast uh, mansion on the surface. Okay. And I'm going to um, ask for Criella's help to um, position us in a in a way to kind of. Um, not actually open the hatch yet, but just maneuver us into position. Yes. Okay. Um, you cast your magnificent mansion. Criella navigates you as close as you can. The bottom hatch is maybe only a couple of yards away from the the mansion portal. When it's open. Uh, water rushes into your mansion, but you can shape the mansion into, you know, take whatever shape you like, and you can have yep. stairs going up, so that it only fills the staircase itself. So there's, an, there's only a short dash to make it from Spike. Um, Spike can't fit through the hole, but you can just grip it onto the side of the walls with these claw but feet, like a, like a crab. Yeah. 
and everybody could get inside. Yes, can but to, for you to make it, can you do a um, wisdom saving throw? Sure. This is for you trying to overcome your fear to just run across the burning coals, even though you know there's safety on the other side. You get Solotl's benefit. Oh, five. Okay. Everyone goes through, you get to the entrance, and you're all sitting there, you know, you're, you're breathing in um, fresh air and looking at this roast table laid out. And you look back, and Aloran has got the death grip handle on the handles. I'm fine, really. <laughs> I can stay here. <laughs> it's, it's, I can look. I got loads of space. Go <laughs> back out. Yep. Oh, oh, he's in. He's in there. I can't get in with him. You can get in. Two people can get in. We'll assume that the. The Creella's out. Oh, Creella's out. Yeah. Okay. I, I get in with him. Okay. And I, I, I get in behind. Yes. And I'll cast Gust of Wind. <laughs> and okay. I'll blast his butt out of there. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think you can do blast that. him through the porthole. Um, maybe. Damn oh, damn it. <laughs> it's, it's possible. Let's have a look. Uh, hydrophobia, <laughs> despair. Okay. Um you think that anything that would remove a curse would probably d cure this oh, hydrophobia? Oh, okay. I might be able to... I can probably remove... Uh... There is a cleric... A simple, simple way. I there don't know if you guys have a I'll remove curse. Okay. You, right. ca you cast remove curse and your hydrophobia vanishes. Oh. Nah, shame. Oh. I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, A-Team. It would have been more fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Knock him out to get Murdoch yeah. through. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm so glad you didn't do that. If you knock Aloran oh, out, him. does everyone in the mansion get ah. collapsed it's into a collapsed into a singularity? <laughs> it's not a concentration spell, so oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So you go inside. Um, you take a long rest as best you can. And can everyone roll a um, wisdom saving throw? Oh. Ah, sleeping again. So good at those. Um, you're like, you're like um, the crudes. You all sleep huddled in a big heap with Solotl giving you plus 40 of saving throws because you know there's bad germs are coming. Really? Yeah, 24. Cool. Yep. Okay, so um. Aloran, despite you being in the uh, saving throw crude heap, you... Um, you have this dream that you remember, unfortunately. You are, it, you remember back to the house where there was the boy and the mum and the daughter and the dad had been possessed in death by demons and uh, pretended to be alive and resurrected. Well, in this case, um, the mother's talking to you. You're sitting around the kitchen table having a cup of tea and uh, you hear the boy cry out above. Um, ah! And she looks at you and says, can you investigate? You, you look a bit, you feel a bit wary, um, a bit uncertain, but you grab the lantern and go back up, up the stairs, creak, 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 creak. Open the door. And uh, the window's open. 
and blowing and there's rain. So you go over to them and close the shutters. And you can see uh, the boy is in the bed and he's got his blankets pulled right up to his chin and the white fingers, you know, gripping the blanket. And you go over and uh, you say to, the, to him, it's okay, you know, I've closed, the, I've kept the storms outside, it's all right. And he just whispers at you and says, there's someone under my bed. Nope. And uh, so you just, you know, you go pale um, and you sort of, you think, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll check. You know, this is a kid, the, the window's just blown open. And uh, you kneel down and you put the lantern on the ground so that it will shine light, otherwise it's a black room. And you put your head down close to the ground and look and then just lift up the blanket and have a look. And under the bed, laying like a stiff pencil, is the boy, the boy that you know. And he looks at you with wide eyes and says, shh, something came into my room, so I hid under my bed. And it's that point that you realize that the creature, that the creature that came into the room is actually the, and then you look up to see, hang on, which is the real boy? And as soon as you lift your head up to look, there's this long-toothed, long thing, snarling thing that just leaps whoosh, out, out at your face. And it's then that you jump up, you sit up, bolt upright in a sweat um, with another level of madness. Awesome. <laughs> uh, who was it? That was a Lauren. So you're now at, th yeah. you're now at three. Okay, you manage to get a long rest. You can roll any hit dice, you get your spells back, whatever, and, reju and rejuvenate. Um, yeah. And are you going to now brave going back into um, the male scorn? Yeah, I've been ten good so far. You're 10 miles deep. Yep. Um, Aloran, you're able to do this with confidence now. Um, All right, get into Spike or, you know, drive in general. Yeah, to drive, get into Spike, and also you're okay with going in the water now with having the remove curse. But you're feeling, you know, anything could, anything could happen with your three levels sure. of madness. Um... Yeah, what, when you've got one level of madness, if you do incur anything and something snaps, you just get a short-term one, and so it's just a, a matter of minutes. Um, level two is you get a long-term madness. Level three, it's permanent. It's an indefinite one. Um, however, let me check. Okay, so you start to... You start, you, can, you continue down. Now, you're at the edge of the of the you know following the side down what are you going to do now just checking are you going to go back to the center and go down the into, into the middle uh, yeah. okay yeah works so, works so far okay 
Um, you continue descending. I don't know if you can see yourselves on the map here. I'll shift ping us. Yep. If you pan back, you can see the top of the map. Um, okay. You travel for another two hours. You're probably more than 10 miles down now. And at this point, the spike starts to spring a few leaks. Should we have... Lauren, are you right in there? Should we... Um, I didn't think this thing would leak. <laughs> if I find Ashtar, I'm going to... Yeah, get the spanner out. Get the Allen key out. Right. Yeah. Um, awesome. I don't really have anything to be able to do. No mending. Do a... No. Just hit it until it works. Is there any spots that I can look to do some mending? Looks like there might be. There might be places where you can apply a bit of bit of field repairs. Okay, so um, I got some cantrips I can cast as we go down to stop okay. some leaks. All right, so if you're just hanging on to the side, um, I am. Too. Yep. So. Cast some mending. Yep. Now, Every now and then a mage hand pops out and does like the finger in the hole. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Minute, now you, you can't repair a crack in metal, but like let's say it's leaking around a bolt or a rivet or something like that, you can make the rivet maybe swell up a little bit, or you know you can. It's not this sort of repairs with a cantrip. You can't just sort of fix a ship, for example. I'm but doing what I can. You do what you can and and limit the damage, limit the the growth of it. You get to oh, let me look. Could I possibly use where I'm seeing some cracks in the metal, mm -hmm. get my sacred flame and try and heat the metal up and repair the crack? Um, yeah, you can. You might need to hold steady for that, like hold still for a bit. You can give it a, you know, rather than just do it on the on the run. Oh, I didn't mean to like actually do that. I just wanted to like... But you try it for a bit. Um, can you do an arcana for me? Yeah. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, so you, th while the flame does does um, work uh, underwater, it looks like it's not as effective as it as it would be. It's difficult to even heat the metal underwater. Um, yeah. Almost as if the you would need to sort of dry dock to sort of weld it. Um, you could probably swell it up a little bit, but you also notice that um, some of the panels seem to have dents. It's no longer spherical. It's a little bit more egg-shaped right now. Hard to notice. Hard to notice without a pressured, without a, a practiced eye. You also notice with having come so far down, um, you think that uh, if you you get used to the pressure as you go because you're just going at your normal sort of swimming speed. But if you were to teleport, 
back to somewhere where it has the same, you know, a high pressure. Um, your eardrums may burst. You may get um, heart problems. Um, vessels in your brain breaking. All kinds of sort of internal damage if you don't slowly uh, ascend. Mm. So we may have to leave Spike here and go unless we want it. Or Spike can, can Spike can continue because the inside of Spike it's the same pressure as outside. Um, but if you were to teleport home or even go back into the magnificent mansion, you might find that it's you're affected by the pressure change. You're not sure how much damage it would do, but um, you know there would be some sort of negative effect. Okay. I tell everybody that's that. Uh, yeah. The others... I've noticed that uh, with my medical skills. Mm. So if we're going to want to leave, we're going to have to go up. Before, Before we, we do. go out now, yeah. we've come too deep, and if we want to go outside, we're going to have to go back up. Otherwise, we're going to do damage to ourselves. Mm. Just saying. We're going to have to depressurize. So we're going to have to just keep going down. <laughs> Hope for the best, or yeah. and that's including the mansion. Otherwise. Sense. Um. You continue to descend. And at this Wait. point... Yeah, sorry. Can, so can you make the mansion into anything you want, right? Yeah. Can you make it into highly pressurized underwater cave? Can't see why not. Then we should be okay, I guess. Yep. So Our own personal bending system yeah so maybe the ma magnificent mansion being something that you create yourself you may be able to make it so that it adapts you've never done it before you've never had to uh, we can try. but you can try yeah we can make it oh. into our personalized decompression chamber yeah yeah okay um you get to it's a bit hard to tell because you've, you've had the currents going up and down and so but you're you think you're now probably 13 miles down. And you get to a point where the currents all stop. And while you're doing these repairs, you're just floating there in infinite darkness. The light spells that you have are just lighting up the sediment floating in the water but otherwise it's completely quiet. There's absolutely nothing. Even these whispers and voices and things that were sort of freaking you out earlier from above have all gone. And you're now in almost like a vacuum, but you can feel the pressure, you can feel the cold, you can still taste that acidy taste of the noxious, noxious water. I'm continuing the whole group down. I'll just pan back to have a look at the whole lot.
Um, can you roll another intelligence saving throw for me, Aloran? Again, with advantage. This is a navigational thing. But it's a saving throw because it's it's not an ability check as such. It's more of a trying to avoid the disconcerting effects. Otherwise... Uh, okay. You get oh, a plus four. A natural one. With advantage. Sure that I can roll threes twice in a row. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Alright. So... Oh, you've got a four there. Minus one. Oh, so you rolled two fours. They're not natural ones. Yeah. Okay. So now you've actually lost a bit of a track of where you are. Diki leans over to sit a little and like... Who let him drive? <laughs> Where are we going? I'm sure we're going up again. Hmm. Rilla pipes up. Should I drive? I'm quite happy to swim at this point. Or hold on. Riddle is more likely to get lost in a paper bag. Yeah, I mean... but I'm rolling terribly. Your dice hate you today. Oh my god. Can we just turn no, off the engines and go into like, well, not free fall, but free sink? Cast in large yeah. on Spike and let it plummet. plummet. Yeah. That's what it's called. Uh, free diving, yeah. But you just let the pressure push you down. Yeah. Okay, so you switch the engine off. Make the rudder just go completely flat, completely lateral, completely vert vertical. I'm just scrolling down, 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 down. Down. Oh, God. Where are you? <laughs> I'm scrolling down. I have to scroll down, down, down myself to find you. That's how deep this map is. Uh, here we go. There you are. And hanging on to it, you do feel, for the rest of you, on the, on the outside of it, that there is a bit of a current, and you're all, all of your sort of hair cloaks and things are sort of flapping in the same direction. So you're pretty sure that, that you're, if you are sinking, that you're, or at least you're all going in, the, in this, some sort of direction, and if that's down, then the orientation seems about right. And eventually, um, the light of the torch shines onto cobblestones and doof, spike hits bottom. Oh, that was so much quicker. What do you want to do? I think the visibility isn't really too good. It's very mm. dark around here. 
you're looking at the ground because the, the light that you have lights up 30 feet around you and it's cobblestones there's a little bit of um, what looks like seaweed or sponges and things like that um, and tendrils of some sort of um, deep sea uh, plant life or maybe animal life but non-moving um, nothing green and uh, but it looks like, you know, imagining grasses and things like that on, the, on, the, on a forest floor. And it's sort of pretty sparse, but every now and then growing up, but floating up between cobblestones. Decky, remember when you were trying to locate Cecilia, yet two points towards which you were pulled. One was asylum and the other was the lake. Perhaps. We may try again. Yeah, perhaps her body is somewhere here. What are you trying to do? Uh, locate person on the corpse of Cecilia. Ah, oh. it works. Or locate object rather. Yeah. What what distance? Uh, one mile. Okay. Okay. You cast uh, locate object, Cecilia. No, it's locate creature. Locate creature. Okay. Okay. Yep. You um, detect the creature you're thinking of. Um, to the north. Or in a direction. You don't really know which way north is, but we use north, meaning to the top of the map, as it as it is flat. So Lottrell, you find that with your heavy armour, you can, like a deep sea diver, walk along on the cobblestone yeah. slowly. Uh, so to clarify, north you mean up? Yes, up, like. to the top of the map, yep. So she's not down here? Huh. Oh no, not up as in above you. North as in off in a direction in one way. Oh, but on our level? Yes. She is 13 miles down, just like you are, as far as you can tell. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that we could look down for down here, so what do you guys think? Good an idea, is any? Mirror. Is this a purpose? Just to be a mirror. Mirror. At the center yeah, of the city. Yeah, but it's... in this darkness, we don't really know where the center is. Yeah, true. Yeah. I'm and gonna I... cast daylight on the on the on my stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Okay. And I think Cecilia was at least trying to get there. I don't know why her yeah. body is so, yeah. separated that's definitely from a good her brain. Idea, a good point to go for. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why her body is separated from her brain so far. But, you know. Now it's no longer murky. It's quite clear. The sediment around here, like it's not. There's there's no current and stuff. So as you as you're walking along the ground there, Salatul, you are kicking up debris and and it floats up in you know around your waist. Um, spike every time a spike stabs into the ground, it, it kicks up sediment in a little cloud. But the the daylight spell that goes off lights around you, and you found yourself. 
in a street underwater surrounded by houses. The architecture of our houses looked the same as that of Elysium above. Hmm. Uh, but is it like perfectly flat, like entire section just went down or did it just crumble in like if it was a sin it sinkhole? Doesn't, it doesn't look destroyed, it looks intact. Are you going to start making your way in the direction of Cecilia, as you understand it, by your spell? I mean, that's the only idea I have. Yep. Yeah. Um, the light sources that you do have seem sluggish and weak down here. Um, there seems to be a lot of debris on the ground, um, and the houses as you go past them look abandoned and ruined eroded corrupted you actually find that uh, this you you start to head in a, a direction and I'm just gonna shift our map one bear with me one sec and you even, from all your travels around, you recognise parts of the streets that you've been walking. Almost as if this is the same as the city above, but a, a dark reflection of it. And I will grab our party token, that might be easiest. Um, let's see. Du, 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 du. Oh, the party token was on the main city map, wasn't it? I'll grab that. That's crazy. Okay. And you can see these same symbols that you saw floating along the... Um, through, uh, inside the stones with the water towards the lake. But here they've seemed to have settled. But to the north is where... And you can see some of these larger structures. This is just for reference there's some larger structures around the place but really you're traveling through the city of eyes once again but a, a corrupted destroyed version of it and it's completely underwater most of the houses don't have roofs the wooden and thatched built thatched roofs of all but rot, long since rotted away Um, heading north? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Um, you head north and find yourself passing Cicero's. The, the direction is still heading further north, but um, you recognize Cicero's. Two-story building. Can I have a quick peek inside? Yep. Um, it's quite stiff. The, the oak door is, has, has swollen shut, but when, when you pull it, it just falls to pieces. Um, mm -hmm. And looking in, there's, um, it looks like it's been wrecked. Something has burst in there, probably just torn the staircase down, smashed the bar up. And um, there's algae-covered skeletons littering the floor. There's a single flickering light, though, um, on where there's a, a, a light where you would normally stand at, sit a torch in, and it's illuminating this uh, catastrophe. Hmm. Can you... What's your passive... Uh, Investigation. Uh, probably ten. Yeah. Okay. No, you don't. Don't spot anything else. Um, could I walk up to the bar and see if there's anyone behind the counter? Okay. Um, you go up to the bar, and um, you think you can tell just by the jacket that's on the skeleton um, laying on the ground behind the bar is probably Cicero. And your, you know, as I said before, your senses of uh, divine sense, um, detect evil and good, all of that, those things are all continually triggering. You're pretty certain that, you know, that's the same detection, you know, it would be sort of, it's so strong that it would mute it. Uh, what's everyone else doing? You see Salot will enter Cicero's. I probably would have gone in behind him. Yeah, okay. What's your... Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Riddle's staying with Salot as well, so... Okay. So what's your passive... I mean, it was Cicero's. We were always there. We probably yeah. Did. What's your passive investigation? Mine's 10 also. 10? Okay. Perception's way better. Yeah. <laughs> I might just grab the party tokens while we do that. And, um, yeah, anything else you want to do or particularly do? You see the same thing. No, but I wouldn't mind trying to use Carolyn's key here sometime. Oh, that's a different tavern. This is Cicero's. The key that you yeah, have is um, to. No, yeah, I'm just mentioning. Oh, Cicero, right, yeah. Just in general. Yep. Okay. Uh, Lauren and Deke. Yeah. You notice a little bit. It's 
something moving off to one side and there's a shelf higher on the higher on the wall probably at head height and uh, it's got a few um, uh, bottles and things and there's a skeleton there's skeletons everywhere but this this one is a skeleton of a cat and of, of course oh. because and it seems to be grinning at you obviously it's got no lips it's a skeleton but um, it's a bit freaky the position it's in because it seems to be facing in your direction uh, Lauren will bow gracefully at it okay it's a cat the the cat's poor moves freaking you out you weren't expecting it to be animate in any form and it moves its paw slowly to one of the glass jars the vase vases that are on the thing and it pushes it off the shelf and seems to as it watches the, the glass jar sort of float down to the ground and then hit um, it seems to grin just that little bit more oh, okay. hey riddle <laughs> <laughs> I guess I come swimming back at my name. <laughs> yes. Relative. <laughs> and you see the skeleton of the cat riddle. What the hell? No. Not related to me. No. <laughs> hey, kind of cool though. No, it's strange and weird, and I don't like it. Make it go away. <laughs> mm. For those of you with dark vision, this undercity. Um, is always pitch dark. You can't see through the darkness and sources of light are providing half of their usual radius of illumination. The only uh, difference here is um, riddles can see normally in this pitch black. Riddle, are you saying anything? You can see this cat sitting there. I don't like it. It's strange. It can go away. I, I like them with hair on. This is different. No. I'm hiding behind a Lauren now. Okay. I'm xenophobic at the moment. Anything strange, any strange creature I don't like, so. Okay. I'll try that. Ooh, um, you didn't and I lose turn that. to you and I, I cast Remove Curse. Remove Curse. What are you casting Remove Curse on? Oh, Riddle. Riddle. She That's was xenophobic? Ah, yes. Because uh, yes. <laughs> this cat is going to kill you, Riddle. Absolutely. I'm hiding behind a Lauren. Yeah. All right. You, you, get, get, <laughs> you get... Dangerous place to be tonight. Riddle, you gather your wits and uh, can act normally, even if that's the same. I'm still going to stand behind a Lauren. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> It's a it's a moving skeleton. Mm. Hello. I have I I have met someone a bit like you before. A little Aren't bit like uh, more we modest. The skeleton's jaw in the dancing spider. You did repair the skeleton's jaw in the dancing spider. Yeah. This one has a this one has a jaw. I was thinking more of the one I've seen, I'm guessing, with hair on. A little bit more modesty in mm. coverage. Yeah. Maybe this one was the Sphinx cat. Um, this one, as you're sort of talking about it in front of it, it's sort of 
keeps continuing giving this sort of freaky smile, mirthless smile, sort of a Tom Cruise grin, and uh, it points its paw to the southwest and then gives a slow nod. Hmm. Uh, we looked out now. Yep. What's what's to the southwest? Oh, that's the way we have to go. You don't Thank know. you, Mr. Cat. <laughs> it's pretty much the opposite direction to where the, your spell is directing Cecilia. I was going to say it's a cat. We go the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's got, you know, a couple of cases of madness. He doesn't know the difference. Yeah. So you're moving out then, leaving the cat to his devices. And you're going to go northwest, northeast or southwest? We're going to go which way the spell is taking. Okay. Yeah. All right. You continue to the, to the north and uh, eventually you get close to the area where you started this all, the Crooked House, and um, and you, you can use you, your light source shines this sort of luminescent pale ghostly thing, a human humanoid figure, just sort of like Drifting, arms sort of slowly flowing, you know, like a, like an aquatic creature, like a long um, goldfish, just floating. But it's clearly uh, after you, after your initial shock, um, it's human shaped, two arms, two legs. Uh, is it a little? So we just we won't even skipping a bit, a bit. We just keep walking, approaching. Okay, it's about thirty feet above you. Uh, above. Okay. Yes. Uh. Swim towards it. Mm. He's stomping along the bottom with his weight, but um, who is it that's got a natural swimming speed? Would be me. Yep. Riddle. What kind of? Tentatively swim towards it. Okay, you take yeah. a take a few swims, and uh, you can see that while it initially it looked like it had these long, pale white luminous fins and tail, it's actually a young woman with uh, a couple of layers of white robes. But of course, the robes once you're swimming in the water will just flow and um, move like feathery fins. And you can tell that it's probably a dazed dead corpse. You believe you may have found Cecilia. I'm going to slowly approach um, Bamf out uh, spare and right. just gently nudge it with a flat of my blade. More a case of Touch her without me. <laughs> yes, okay, so you reach out and move her, and her wrist just moves a little bit. Um, I'm doing it to the camera as if you can see me, but uh, <laughs> um, 
yeah, her arm moves a bit as if it's just, but you've just like pushed a boat that's floating on the water. But of course, it's just a three-dimensional sort of push and she sort of spins a little bit and moves a little bit with the pressure. I think she's dead. Could you please bring her down? Okay. I'll grab some of her robes and pull it towards a little Okay, you tow her down to um, rock bottom and uh, back to the party. Ooh. I wonder if we could find a way to put a brain back in, if that would do anything. Yeah, speaking of which, I, I would not check the cranium if there's a sign of brain being taken no, out. No, her mother has her brain. Give it back to her. Yeah. Yeah, also, um, Cicero is up, like, up in the tavern and also here as a corpse, so... Yeah. Um, it looks like there is some clearly some sort of trauma around the ears. Mm. We could try with Brian. <laughs> I forgot about Brian. Brian's brain. guys and behold yeah. a stalk stuck to him. I got a feeling out of character. I don't think it would work, but Ridley no. would be enthusiastic. Try. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solving, people. Um, is there anything on her person? As in, she's still wearing clothes. Is there anything in her pockets? Um, there is a a underneath the robe, uh, which is like a. You know, an overcloak, that's what's sort of flapping so much. There is a leather satchel, and inside there's an ink pot and a, a wet quill and a, um, a paper um, set of scrolls. The robes, is she dressed like on the picture that we have? Or maybe it's something that looks like the statue? Um, it, it looks like um, a wealthy aristocrat, what an aristocrat might wear out. Okay. Not really adventuring gear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But not clearly religious attire either. Um, Diki, you know that she is beyond raised dead. It would take some form of resurrection. Yep. Uh, the notebook, the, the scrolls, opening them out and having a look, um, uh, indicates a map of the city and a series of clues that it seems that she might have followed. Um, she has the, uh, a bit of a diagram, a mud map of the infinite stair, and um, it doesn't mention the asylum, but it does mention the uh, visiting the mausoleum as well, and, and she who wails, as well as um, a discussion with both the spider and uh, the smiling cat. 
There's a map of this city and um, there's a place um, on the map marked the Never Chasm and it's got a, a, a mark, a void, whispers and murmurs. Sounds like we need to go there. Um, the ne never chasm I'm pinging on your map here. Mm. Southwest. The cat yeah. wasn't lying to us. Shall we? Apologize to the cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clear, we'll, we'll gently release the corpse, let it float away. Okay. And then heading back to the southwest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Um, as you head to the southwest, you get to where the what would be the edge of the lake, you know, if it were on the surface. And here, this lake area, um, it's really it's it's a really odd sensation because um, the ground falls away, and it's almost a, you can still feel the pressure. But it's almost as if you're not in water. Um, it's cold, um, but you don't feel that poisonous, you know, um, noxious breath that you're sort of breathing in. Almost as if you're just floating in a vacuum, but you're able to move at your normal, normal swimming speed, three-dimensionally. And there's hmm. some, and it, it's crystal clear vision now, but of course completely pitch black. The only light source is the light around you, but somewhere in the distance you can see um, a swirling light, almost like um, like a spiral or a whirlpool, and it's lit. And there's something dark in the middle of it. Um, would it? I'm gonna cast detect evil and good. I know it's that's kind of Zolotl's thing, but I will allow it. Thank you. Okay. Cast it. Uh, it looks like it's a long way away. What's your range of your detect good and evil? So it's it's yeah, no, it's it's much further than that. You know, like five hundred feet, something like along those sure. lines. Yeah. No, looks pretty. We are walking towards the glowy, spinny thing. Okay. Right? 
Yep, heading towards it. Okay, I'm gonna yep. move you to a new. I'm gonna hand. I'm gonna give you a, a handout of what you see now. Um, handouts. Crouching things silhouette. Here we are. I don't know if you can see that or not. Yeah. Is that coming up? Yep. Cool. And you see this swirling red, like a like satin, rings of satin, a whirlpool of red and orange. But within it, um, there's this enormous portal or maybe mirror. Uh, it's got a completely black surface. The water falls away into nothing, drawn towards an absence of being. The light begins to fade, gathering around a gigantic beacon of darkness in the near distance. A mirror, reflecting entropy, nothingness, madness into another world. An amber mirror dotted with four to 13 incomprehensible runes of some sort. You're now in the dead centre of the city, the heart of the city where all things must end. And you can sense something, some sort of sentience, an ancient force. Lauren, uh, Diki, you sense malice and greed. Right. So this is the city. Well, the entity of the city. Mm. Yeah. We have to destroy this. Hundred percent. Okay, I'm going to move us to a new map. What time have we got? Eleven thirty. Mm. That does sound like a boss fight. Maybe, maybe we should leave it for uh, next week. When Cleella could be here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Cleella hesitant. Probably needs to die again. Point this out because mm. it could go horribly, horribly wrong. But I have a spell called Contact Other Plane, which, if I understand correctly, should give me access to ask five questions of my uh, of another being. Like I'm assuming <laughs> for a warlock, it would allow like contact my to my patron. Is what I was thinking. But if it goes wrong, it's sixty-six psychic damage, and I'm insane. Mm. So if I don't to... even know if it would work here, because stuff like punishment is, doesn't work. Yeah, that's a tough one. Like, and no other creatures can escape, like even mind class and stuff. I think it might be kind of. It's it's more like a communication rather than a teleportation. Mm. So maybe... I think it's a good idea. I'm not but in a hurry. Risky. To do it. I yeah, mean, it's very yeah. risky. I threw it on there just, 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 just in case we needed cosmic mm. guidance. Do you want to gamble 66? 
I mean, we could six have six, yeah. one yeah, more I'm day not... of rest. And 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 insanity until my lo long neck, my next long rest. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I we don't could. Yeah, we could. Another long rest, I think. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing between us and the, and the door anymore. We could long rest. Be... After you've done that. Put up for you guys to have a read. Mm. I don't know. Just ignore the role that comes with it, but I don't think I'm on. Yeah. Oh, wrong one. Sorry. Comprehend languages. No. <laughs> Level. Wow. You're gonna go and you're gonna go and read the runes on the side. Contact on the plane. I don't know why it gave me comprehend languages. That's the one. You mentally contact a demigod uh, on a fire. Yeah, you take 66 psychic damage when you cast a spell. Okay. Yep. Do you want to try it while you're a fair way away? I not unless we have to. If it goes wrong, it's going to hurt. I'll heal you if it does. We uh, also have the mirror. I'm also insane until my long, next long rest if I fail. Uh, we could knock you out. <laughs> We also have the hand mirror, right? That could give us some info about stuff. It, it's just an option I thought I'd put out there because mm. if this is potentially the big, the big bad, then we're going to want as much information as we can. Actually, yeah, before we do anything, um, can I have one? I have charm, another charm left, so yeah. I could look into the mirror and get information about the big mirror yeah. before we get too close to it. Let's get a bit low down on what happened here. Yeah, okay. Have you got the description for that there? Because I, I can't remember whether you look into the mirror and think about something or if it's a reflection, you know, you shine the mirror into the thing that you're trying to investigate. Oh, 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 Because oh. it's a bit far in the darkness to get the reflection into the mirror. But while you're doing that, um, Riddle, do you want to pause here and cast your spell? Oh, you just think of the think of the target. Yeah, okay. You gaze gaze into the mirror and think of the target. Okay. Instead of the reflection, the mirror presents a scene from the target's past. Okay. The information conveyed is accurate but random and cryptic. Okay. And presented in no particular order. All right. Do that first. Okay, so you look oh, in. Yeah. You look, do this. All right, you look into the shard. And you think, now that you've seen this part of the city, you've got something to visualise, to think about. Otherwise, it was, you know, nebulous and not something that you could use the, the fetching mirror on. But as you do, you do get, you, as you think about the, the heart of the city, uh, you receive a vision. A shining city floats on clouds under a bright sky. Angels float through the sky singing hymns. Paradise. The city is Elysium. Elysium from, your, from the stories, not the one that you've seen, not the one as you know it. A shadow falls over the city. Something dark, a dark cloud able to cover the entire city end to end. Your view turns to the heavens where stars show the constellations 
of Elysium's youth, the widow, the bull, the badger, all of them, all thirteen, swirl in a deadly corona, a ring to defend the city from this encroaching darkness. However, one of these constellations, the smallest of them, quakes in fear and flees, a spider. It flees into the heart of the city, into the centre of the city, down, leaving a gap in the corona, and as the other stars fade, one by one, swollen, swollen by this darkness, Elysium itself shatters. And that's the end of this, of the vision you get. I'm just repeating it all as I see it. Out. Okay. So, if I do the contact on the plane, mm -hmm. does anyone have five co questions that... I've got a minute to ask five questions. I have one. Just do, before you... You can think of all of the, all of them, um, but uh, maybe just roll your intelligence saving throw first. No. Because you have to pass that anyway. You know, I'm, I'm standing very close to Zolotl. It's a saving throw, right? Yeah. Okay. You snuggle I'll up. also give you guidance. Yeah, that's something you can do immediately before. How'd you go? Ooh. You rolled a two. Okay. Beat a 15 in total. I think I'm insane until our next long rest. <sighs> oh, wait, or does guidance gives me advantage, doesn't it? Uh, no, no plus four. Plus, plus four. Yeah, no, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so you fail it and take 25 damage. I'm insane. Err. It was worth a try. Definitely. Um, insanity. Can you roll? I would assume I start drowning. Because I'm assuming if I'm insane, I can't concentrate on spells. No, you can concentrate on spells. Awesome. We are also all hit with the breathing, like water breathing stuff. So. Oh. Okay, can you roll a d6 for me? Um, Riddle? Five. Okay, you have um, a new trait that your enemies are everywhere. Fantastic. So much like Farrakh Foster, that's probably what he has, is he just didn't trust anyone and uh, um, might make it difficult, but you can still operate. You, you still know that the heart of the city is your enemy as well. Of course, the your primary one, but you might not trust others either. Enemies abound. Okay. 
one last thing before we close because I think we'll, we'll, we'll close here and uh, meet up for this next encounter is um, an apparition appears before you before, as you start to swim down close, you know you draw your swords draw your shields and go floating like astral travel towards the heart of the city to engage and uh, um, this ghostly apparition like a banshee appears in front of you and you recognize it as Cecilia she looks like she's at peace a voice calm and pure echoing through the water, a spectral form of a young girl. She has a serious expression, uh, but she smiles. And she says, you've come so far, you cannot falter. I will not abandon you as you did not abandon me, she says. Take heart and fight. Her spirit is clearly powerful and wroth. And when she appears and says to you those final phrase, take heart and fight, you all gain inspiration. Ooh, nice. All of your madness levels and indefinite madness flaws that you possess are completely wiped. That would include your immediate one riddle. And you are freed from any charmed or frightened conditions or any curses you might be afflicted by. Um, and you gain a number of hit points, or regain a number of hit points if you're injured, equal to your character level. So up to 18 hit points, it won't take you over your maximum. So it can take us over maximum? It, it, no, it can't take you over your maximum. Okay. Bow to Cecilia. And Cecilia sort of then wisps off into the afterlife but with that you're, you've steeled your heart and looked down to this pure evil in the centre of the city and that is where we shall pick up for next week cool stuff <laughs>